0: chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses chirp helps you capture more leads connect faster close more deals and create customers that will buy from you over and over again using text message email and ringless voicemail automation with chirp you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today c-h-i-i-r-p On Purpose Media is a digital marketing agency surfacing the home services industry with a flair for HVAC businesses. The right combination of digital marketing makes all the difference. Take your business to the next level. Check out onpurposemedia.ca today. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Leslie and Cassie here with Power Women of the Trades podcast. And we are so excited to have Angie Snow with us. Hey, Angie. Hi,
2: ladies. How are you guys today?
1: Well, this is actually our second interview with you. The first one was at AHR a couple of weeks ago, and we lost all of the information from that interview. So So it was a practice. We we get to do it again today.
3: It was a practice, but I think that what's really great about us getting to talk to Angie is we're both friends with you and have like a personal relationship with you. So I think it's just so exciting to talk to you and get to just find out more about you and share that. And I think also Leslie and I are a little guilty when we do that, that we forget to, you know, make sure that our audience knows who you (laughs) are too. So who are you, Angie? Who are you?
2: Well, I, first of all, I'm Cassie and Leslie's friends. These two are amazing ladies and I just love you guys. And I'm so honored to be able to be a guest on your show and so fun that we get to have this conversation again. I am from Utah. I'm a contractor. I have been in the trades for about 17 years now. My husband and I ran a business. And we loved it and we were recently acquired, and it has afforded us opportunities to get to do so many other amazing things. My husband is still the general manager of Western Heating and Air and now Plumbing. And I am a full time industry advisor for Service Titan, which I love. I love working with all of our customers at Service Titan. I love working with the team at Service Titan to build a stronger platform for contractors to help them run their business. And have those insights and be profitable and grow their revenue. There are just so many great things we can do there. So I love it.
3: And then I think, and also, I think she forgot, business coaching on the board of Women of HVACR. And then a founding advisor for Women in Pipe and Plum. That's right.
2: Yeah. I, I, I've had a lot of fun, different seats to fill, which has been so fun. I just rolled off the board of directors for women in HVCR. I sat on that board for six years. So fun to see that organization grow and to see the visibility and that we could bring to women in, in HVCR and so excited for women, women in plumbing and piping. This is, we've had so many women that came to women in HVACR that only did plumbing, kind of like you, Leslie. And they're like, what about us? I do plumbing, but I want to be involved with these women.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was like when we heard uh, about women in pipe and plumb. I was excited about that because, you know, being we started in HVAC, we do plumbing uh, now as well, but we started HVAC. And so Leslie, I was super excited about going to the the conference and being a part of women of HVACR. And then Leslie's like, well, I'm going. And I thought, I hope she felt welcome. And I hope she felt like it was a good, like a good choice for her to go knowing that she was primarily or she was only plumbing. And so then when we, she called me out of the blue and was like, hey, Women in Pipe and Plum is coming. It's a real thing. And then what do you think about Power Women of the Trades podcast being the founding sponsor? And that was just a huge moment for us to just put our money right. where our mouth is and take that leap with you guys. And so we're super excited about that. And can you tell us what is it? What is Women in Pipe and Plum?
2: Well, first of all, thank you for your founding sponsorship and being a partner with us. I think you guys are the perfect partner for us because all of our goals align. In Women in Plumbing and Piping, we are a place where we're trying to empower women in the trades, find a place where they belong. So it's all about inclusion, supporting these women from the field all the way to the boardroom, whether you're in the business, you're out in the field. We want you to have a place where you belong and where we can empower each other and grow together together in specifically plumbing and piping, but across all the trades. So I, I love that our, our vision and our values and our mission aligns there. We do have four pillars that we we really focus on in Women in Plumbing and Piping. The first one is mentorship and inspiration. The second one is networking and connections, just helping people find their people. The third one is recognition and scholarships. And then our fourth one is education for personal development, for empowerment. We, we want to help educate these women so that they can be empowered to take that next step in their career or whatever lies ahead.
1: What kind of okay so I know Wip is just getting started, probably getting yeah. some kinks worked out. What's on the horizon for their for the rest of 23? How can people get involved now? Is it strictly virtual? Are there going to be any, any in-person events? Kind of what's going on on the operation side? What what are the goals for 23?
2: Great question. Well, the first thing is we've got a special community just for our members. So um, think of it as like a a Facebook or a social community place just for our members where they can go on, ask questions. And it's kind of a safe environment where you feel vulnerable and safe to ask these types of questions so that you can get honest responses. You know, like this is an issue I'm seeing in my business right now, something you might not want to put out on social media, or you might not feel safe in other places to do that. So we have this community, it's all virtual. All of our members have access where we can share and grow closer together that way and empower each other. So there's that, which is an amazing platform. We do not have an actual conference scheduled for the year, but we will be at several events, several industry events throughout the year. So uh, we're kind of working through that. We do have some founding advisors. Uh, Each of us are, are going to be at some of those events. So Hoping to be a voice there to connect with some of our members. And then every month we have webinars and we have virtual platforms for people to come and join us and educate ourselves to help us get to that that next level in our career and just as women who are focused on plumbing and piping. So
1: And so tell me, what is the okay. website or how does someone get involved? And we'll probably post yeah. a link, I'm sure, on this episode too. Yeah, we'll- Hopefully, you can put the
2: link in. It's womeninplumandpipe.org.
3: Womeninplumandpipe.org. That's Love a it. tongue twister. It is yeah. plum, plum, yes.
2: plum and pipe. Womeninplumandpipe.org. And Kim Gill, who is our executive director, she has really helped us launch this. She's really helped build a vision for this. The other advisors, we get to meet together monthly and, and discuss. Some of the plans. We've only had a few meetings because this is still such a new, fresh group, but I'm already so excited to learn from these amazing women. I told you guys last time we, we are launching plumbing at my company this year. We've just hired our first plumber. I'm so excited. We've got our plumbing manager, we've got the truck ready to go. It's happening and I can't wait. <laughs> That'll be
1: exciting. I can't wait to talk to you in a couple months and then in six months when we get to hear about how plumbing is working.
2: Absolutely, yes, and I'll probably be calling both of you a lot. Um, guys, help me with it. Well,
1: and it's so exciting, and it's such a great vertical to add on. And I think what since I've, we are already plumbing and you are HVAC, I think the hard part is going to be retraining your brain over it being two totally separate. They get lumped together, and yeah. so it's just two totally separate animals that are similar. So that's so exciting. I think you guys are going to love it.
3: Something I wanted to talk about with you, Angie. I love hearing you talk about this. So I feel like it's something you have to share again. You're busy, busy, busy. You know, we heard that you talk about women in Plum and Pipe. You just came off the board of women of H V A C R, having a coaching business, working for Service Titan, having working for your the business that are working for Western, and then having, you know, your daughters. How do you balance it all? What do you do? Because I think for us. In your, ac- your special acronym. Your special acronym. Because I think for us and most women listening, we, there's a lot of mom guilt. And there's a lot of guilt of, of, you know, should I be doing this right now? Should I not be doing this right now? And so how do you do that?
2: Thank you for asking. I love that you brought this up. And this is something I do love to talk about because it's something I struggled with for so many years as a as a mom of four kids and trying to grow my business, trying to be active in my community, trying to be active in the industry, give back and help other people and other companies, and then still find some time for myself, Right. Because I'm a I'm a person outside of all of those things. I have my own like interests and things and hobbies that I want to do too. And so there's that I often hear, like, how do you find the balance? And there's no such thing as balance. Balance is a myth. Like, how do you do that? And I I seriously went on a personal mission to figure this out. Like I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to create a balance because you do hear every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, which is true. You only have 24 hours a day. We all have the same amount of time. So how do we make sure that we are allocating our time in those right places, right? Something that I love to share with my clients. And I had several clients before I went to service Titan, where I helped them focus on how to find that balance in their life. And I talked about being very intentional and there are 10 areas in our, our lives where we can be very intentional, yet you cannot give a hundred percent of yourself to all 10 areas. But those 10 areas include your health, your home, your relationships, your career, your self-development, your finances, your play time, your me time, like there, I could give you the whole list, but there are 10 areas that every morning I go through and it's like, what do I do? Where where am I going to focus my time today? And I think about the acronym that I shared with you guys earlier. How am I going to win today? What's important now for me to be the best that I can be today? Where do I need to focus my energy? And I think about like where I need to prioritize my time. And there are some days I will tell you my priority is not my house. My priority is not doing the laundry. My priority is not doing, I leave, I go to bed with dirty dishes some nights. I'm just going to tell you that because I have other things that are more important, whether it's time with my daughter, we're going to go to a play tonight and I'm leaving the dishes in the sink. She and I, that's her, our thing. She loves to go watch the theater and the play. So I'll take her and we'll go to a play. Or if my son has, you know, sometimes he just wants to come in and talk to me. And so he'll come sit on my bed and we'll talk for like an hour or two. And that is so important. I want to make sure he has that. The dishes will still be there tomorrow. It's okay. Right. But I make sure I know what's important now. I know what my kids need. I know what my husband needs. I know what my business is. I say my business, service time is not my business, but that's my job too. I know what's important in service time that I need to accomplish for, throughout the day. And I prioritize those things in my calendar and I stick to the calendar. At the end of the day, I really love to reevaluate and say, where did my, where did I not choose? Where, where was my time not well spent today? What did I kind of waste time on? Or what could I do differently tomorrow? And so I really try to reevaluate that at the end of every day And I learn a lesson and it's not, it's not that I wasted time. It's just that I'm learning a lesson. How can I allocate my time better tomorrow? How can I make better choices tomorrow? And where can I show up tomorrow that I didn't show up today? And every day is a new new day and a new beginning. And you you kind of prioritize that day by day. I know I've been talking a lot.
1: (laughs) No, I think you touched on something. i Struggle with greatly. And I I try to be really self aware, you know, because we wear so many hats, right? And I know you and I have personally talked and we're so family oriented, right? I mean, that's just Mm -hmm. always at the top, no matter what. Like, that's the priority. So, one thing that I really struggle with, just in general, is emotional regulation. And what that looks like is, for example, and I'm going to ask you this because you talked about when. And I'll just be really vulnerable to anyone who's listening is, you know, I've started this practice of getting up early, you know, getting my workout in, my quiet time with the Lord, all of those things, and had a good morning with the girls before they went to the school, knew we were filming. And then something crazy happened at Champion. And I started getting, we just came off of a great weekend of having a family time out of town, feeling really good. Immediately Monday morning, we found out our best guy just got recruited to Mm -hmm. a competitor. And so – and that was before, you know, coming on here with Cassie. That's the first time we've done this in studio. And immediately that emotional part of my brain is just front and center. And it's really hard to get out of that when it's reacting. And I know myself well enough to know, okay, you got to get out of this. You have to deal with these other things. So what would your advice – and you know just what I've told you, so you know very little. How could I – How can I win in that moment, right? What could I do? What's a practice that I could do to get back, to get my head right?
3: Because I think in going off of what she's saying is because we let it, we spiral quick because -hmm. because the world, the sky is falling right now because this isn't what was supposed to be happening. We're supposed to be having a great Monday and having everything's great. And our culture has been fantastic because sometimes we are huge believers in culture, but sometimes... Sometimes you can do everything right, you know, and and it's not a, it's, it's not, not enough. enough. So how do you win? Yeah. How do you keep winning in those moments?
2: So I I think about I, I guess you need to ask yourself a couple questions. The first is, is this going to affect me in the way I the way I play out the rest of my day? Because before you knew about that, you already knew what you needed to do to win today, right? You you knew you needed to still be there for your daughters. you knew you were still going to come into the studio and record. You know what needs to be done at Champion. You still know what those things are that you need to win. But with this weird thing happening that's causing this emotional disruption, is is that going to stop you from hitting those things, from hitting those points that you need to win? And if it is, you need to deal with it immediately. And there are a lot of ways to deal with it. And I think that is something that each of us need to discover about ourselves: is what's the best way to work through these emotions quickly so we can get on with our day and get on with things. I will tell you, Leslie, when my, I was first starting in my company, I don't even want to say first starting, but things would happen like that, that would totally disrupt my world. And I would be like, frozen, I can't take any action. And it would, it would freeze me in my tracks and it would upset me so much. The more these things happen, the less surprised I am. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's happened before. I got through. I'm gonna get through this too. You know what I mean? I- but when these things happen, it does, it kind of stops you in your tracks. And if it stops you to the point where you can't take action on the other things you need to do to win, you need to find a way to release that negative emotion, whether it's journaling about it, whether it's taking some time outside on a walk and just processing, whether it's one tactic that I love to use. And this one works so good for me. I would encourage you to try it is I finish the conversation. I do this a couple of different ways. Finishing the conversation is a, a technique where you I'll do it like in a car, like I'm driving in my car, I'm all alone. But I sometimes to get my emotions out, I have to have a conversation with that person that just really upset me. So thinking about the plumber that just left you, get in this car with me, we're going for a ride and I'm going to tell you, and I just, you just let it all out and you let them have it until you have nothing else to say to them. And then you finish the conversation with, I love you and I forgive you and I'm past this now. And you know what? It just... I don't know how spirits speak to spirits or if that's even a thing, but I tell you, I'm always in such a better place because I've said everything I needed to say without saying it to that person to their face, but I've imagined they're there. I say it to them and then I get past it and I move through what I need to move through. You have to move through this, the yuckiness. That's what emotion is. It's energy in motion. And if you get stuck with those emotions, you have to move through those emotions or your energy gets stuck.
0: Speaking of social media, most businesses' online presence is boring. And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem. Key Heart Marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media. We can vouch for them. They run our podcast socials. If you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know, like, and trust you, connect with Key Heart Marketing at keyheartmarketing.com. Being a power woman of the trades requires powerful business branding with Kickcharge Creative, you can make sure your home service business is branded, not blanded. The proof is in our podcast logo. They created it. Now more than ever, having consistent branding that sends a clear message is essential to helping you stand out. To get started on carving out your company's unique identity, contact the Kickcharge Creatives branding experts online at kickcharge.com or call 908 908- 835
1: 9000 today. That is so profound. It's so just like hearing you say that in such a logical way. just hearing it. it and even if our head knows it cuz like logically our head will know these things, in that moment you're not thinking with that CEO part of your brain and you are. You're right. I can feel something happening to my body in those moments. And I'm a, I'm a, more on the other side of it now as I've gotten older than I say when I was younger I wish I would have right. known but it is you're right it's working through those emotions so that you can move on it's not discarding them it's just like working through them quickly so you don't get stuck there and to be honest I get stuck there Yeah and I think well a lot of times I can get stuck in this stuff because I think
3: all women get stuck there because we're like the, the sky's falling. And, and we have been told we are hot-headed or loose cannons or women who are emotional. emotional. We're so emotional. And we are emotional, and we do process differently. But I also think sometimes our reactions come from the expectation of our reaction. Like, everyone's going to expect me to blow up here or expect me to do this. And I am the world's worst. And I've really been working on this. So I would I I'm trying to reframe my words and be better at reframing. I used and to you be you talked
1: about wasn't that part of your speech at Women in H back was how we talk to ourselves yeah. and, and saying different
3: So now I say I used to be the worst being a hothead and being and spiraling out of control and I still have moments but I've gotten so much better. I've just like stepping back or using my network because, and I don't want to. Leslie and I are great at talking to each other when we're going through things, but we also also recognize we're dumping on each other at some point. And we, I don't want to mess her day up, and then she doesn't want to mess my day up. And then, I right. mean, Angie, I've called you and I've talked mm-hmm. through you, and I just needed to like get it all out and then be done. And and I think you saying, you know, maybe even yelling at that person in the front seat that's not there is. You know, look like the dummy down the highway driving, maybe, I guess. But
1: (laughs) when I send you on
3: Bluetooth, whenever I get it out, sometimes I'm much better and I don't need to talk about it anymore. Get
2: it out. And whether it's yelling at someone that's not in your car, sometimes, like for me, it's exercise. I will go exercise and I will think about it. Sometimes I imagine I'm talking to them on my phone or I will just because I had like this horrible experience at like an oil and lube changing place, like to get my oil changed in my car. And I was so mad at them, but I couldn't like what am I going to do? I'm not going to go back there. And so I made this recording as if I'm leaving them a voicemail about what a horrible, and then I just deleted it when I was done and it was out and it was gone. And I never had to see it again. Some people have to go chuck plates at a wall, like go to your Goodwill and go buy cheap plates. If that's your, whatever you need to do to get that out, you have to get that out. And I appreciate the the fact that you realize dumping it on someone else is not a good way to get it out.
3: Yeah. You're just,
2: your you're blah on someone else.
3: and But I, you know, I mean, that's true. And then, but at the same time, I don't want people to confuse that with you can't, because I know that there's definitely people in your life like well, that are going to help walk you through it. But
1: it has to be someone that you love and trust and that, you know, wants the best for you. Because I do think when you really love someone, you have to speak truth into their lives. And so there are many times that I've had to go to Cassie, and she's like, okay, here's what we know. Here's what our experience has told us when this happens. And it's almost like just having a voice of reason, I mm-hmm. guess. I
3: And I, it's so funny. When I talk to her, she'll be like, we'll, we'll walk through it. And then she's like, okay, 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 love you, bye. And I'm like, did we work? Did we make it through it? Are we good? Are I we good? Did. Yeah, she did. did. She managed it. She got through. We got through it. But...
2: That's so funny. No, you're right. It does. You do need to have that safe person you can talk to and be like, okay, let's, will you please just listen to me right now? I don't need solutions. I don't need, because that's for me, that's my husband. A lot of times he's my safe person. I go to him. I'm like, I know I can tell you this without you, you know, internalizing it all, which that's, that's the key is to be able to have someone that is a good sounding board that can help walk you through it. Because when we get in that emotion, we're not thinking right, right? Like we're thinking in this, these kind of crazy ways. And so to have someone listen, walk you through that, and help you get through that, whether it's a a therapist, a close friend, a spouse, a family member, somebody like that that can listen, but listen with a shield so it doesn't, they don't internalize it, and it can all just seep off.
3: Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen those TikToks where it's like. When someone's telling you a story, don't try to tell a story to match their story. And I'm so guilty of that, right? But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to relate to you so you can understand that something that I've had the same experience or I've made it through the same experience. And so I can't always agree with that. Don't share the experience. But I also, because I think that does help. But I think, Sometimes we do just need to step back and say, they don't care about my story right now. Just listen. Because every once in a while, I'll catch myself specifically with Leslie, where I'm just trying to relate to her of like, it's fine, sweetie. We're making it through it. We're fine. Okay. But she doesn't really, are we? (laughs) Are we? (laughs) Are we fine? But she maybe right now doesn't need to know my story. Or maybe she does, because sometimes she's specific. Has this right. happened? Well, it's How's usually
1: it? in the context of what we're talking about here is work stuff. And I'm like, has this ever happened to you? And what did you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing wrong here? Or am I? Yeah. Like, I want to know if I am. I need someone to speak truth. But it's, it's right. funny you're talking about how that person is your husband. And it's making me really appreciate Brent right now because I am an emotional person, which – To me, that isn't an insult. It's a compliment. God gave Mm -hmm. me emotions and made Mm -hmm. me in his image. But I will tell him something, and I I will just be all worked up. And he will just be so calm, and he will literally say, oh, well, it'll be fine, and move on in his stay.
0: And I'm thinking,
1: why aren't you getting emotional with me? But he's so right because it's a balance. He balances out my emotions. I don't give him enough credit, That is Oscar Pound. And I'm
3: just like – no, we're fighting, and he's like, "No, it's fine, you know." And he always he always reminds me, "God didn't get us through this this far. If, if he's not going to get us through this, and I'm like, why are you being so rational? <laughs> just be mad, you know." And we're
1: being mad right now. Did mad. you not get the memo? We're being I mad. <laughs>
3: I know, but don't we need that
2: sometimes? It sounds like we all have very similar husbands that can just mm-hmm. listen, walk us through it, and just so grateful that we all have that.
1: So this is a good segue into why husband and wife teams can be so powerful running a business together. I think I'm not ever guilty of this about talking about how hard it is, but honestly, it's true, right? It's, it can, can be a perfect balance of two people with opposite strengths and weaknesses being su- successful running a business together. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I, I think for us, we since we both have our different strengths, and I'm sure it's the same way for both of you. We know what we're stronger at and what they're stronger at. And so like for us, when once we were able to determine that and really define our roles in the business, that gave us both the freedom to really excel in our roles in our um in our business, so that we could take our area of expertise and our strengths and and what we were doing in the business to that next level and just let each other go and not be like on each other and nitpicking. And don't you think this, like that's what's going to slow, slow businesses down. So that was huge for us to realize that.
1: Okay. I have a question because you brought it up earlier. I don't know how we're doing on time. Are we good on time? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned that you guys um sold majority share of your business last year. And so what I want to ask you is how has your life changed since then is it positive is it negative just how are your days how is your stress level giving up some of that ownership and your husband too
3: well
2: it's it's not an easy decision right this is my baby i've had it it's like one of my kids like i've had it longer than i've had my youngest daughter so and she's 12 so It's been a big part of our life for a very long time. And so when you think about that next step of exiting the business and what that looks like and turning the business over to someone you can trust, for us, it was very much like dating, like finding that perfect match or that perfect somebody to help us align in our business goals and what was important to us with our business and as it continued to grow. For us, my husband still wanted to be very active in the business. He wasn't ready to leave the business, but the opportunity and the, uh, the benefits that came to us, not only financially, but from a support perspective. We now have this joining a a larger group. We now have the support of the entire group. We have these alliances of sister companies that are all working together, which has been so cool and something we've never had before. We have buying power. We have so that we can get the best pricing on our services and products. And we also have just like this, like there's just better benefits for our employees. The, The overall benefit was huge to the point where when we started outweighing the pros and cons, it it just didn't seem like the right choice not to, if that made sense.
3: I think, you know, there's, it's been hard, because I think people are so worried if they're going to miss out on that opportunity. I know for us right now, we know it's not the opportunity, the right thing for us. But then you have people knocking on your door telling you you're missing this out. And, you know, I can't imagine that certainly, you know, still being a part of this group, you're not going to come in and be like, there were hard days or there were not because you're (laughs) still with these people. But was it an easy transition? Was it a a struggle? Have you, you know, like, because I,
1: well, I would, I think the question for me is, do you feel like your stress level is better? Or is it not any different? Or, I mean, are you sleeping better? Ultimately, it comes down to, that's how I measure my yeah. day is when we go to sleep at night, <laughs> is it, how are we feeling, you know?
2: So, yes. So, in answer to that, yes. I, I mean, I can't even count how many nights we didn't sleep because of, am I going to make payroll tomorrow? What, where are we going to get the jobs? Where, like, there were a lot, there are so many stressful things when you're an owner of your company, right? Like, it just never ends. And so, in that aspect, Yes. It was, it's been a lot better. But some of the things that were different in the transition, one, I wanted to make sure my employees were taken care of. So that was a huge, like, if I can see that by making this move, that's what I wanted to do. And ultimately that was the decision that helped us do that. And the financial freedom that we have now from making that, you know, selling the business that way, it was, it was such a blessing for us. The second thing though, some of the things that have been a little trickier with the transition are We have a boss now (laughs) for 16 years, I've never had a boss. And now that I'm a service site and I have a boss, but at, at the group, you know, we have a boss, which you can say that's good or bad, but some of the good things are they're holding us to this high level of accountability that we used to be the only ones that did that. Hey, here's our goals. How are we doing? Are we hitting our goals? And now we have a group that's helping us do that as well. So that's a little bit, that's a different thing. So you've got to be ready to have a boss, someone to report to and be accountable to when you get ready to transition the business that way. Also. Different things that they want to try as they're trying to align all of the companies in the group, you know, we're going to get everyone doing this, this the same way, this the same way. It's, so there's been a few operational things that we've had to change that have been a little difficult, nothing we couldn't manage, but as a company grows, it changes. You just have to know that. So. That's the goal. We're growing. We're changing a few things. So we've changed a few personnel things. We've changed a few operational things. Overall, everything has been really positive. It's just how's your ability to adjust to some of the changes that are going to be made and need to be made in order for you to continue to be a successful company in this new realm of a group aspect.
3: I feel like sometimes we get into this, yeah, there's going to be you're you're a little bit trading stress, right? Like yeah, you are it's a different stress, maybe not the financial piece, but you're still you you are held accountable to someone. So that's a new stress, mm-hmm. and that's a stress that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I get in my own like even with our business coach, which I pay him to tell, I pay them to tell us. And sometimes I'm like, I'm my own boss, sir, you know? And so I think that that's something that we forget is, you know, the money's one thing, but you're trading a st- you're trading one stress yeah. for another. And, and what's that going to look like for you? And so, I mean, I think that that's such, still such a heavy conversation in our space right I like now. To, I
1: like to ask that to anyone I
3: can, because it it's like a trigger. It's like a trigger for in one way or in the other. Yeah, it's definitely one way or the other. But I, I think that's, you know, and I have a lot of like walls up around me for it because I just get frustrated when people call my CSRs so and talk to them, you know, about things like that. It's just like, so I get, I have walls up about it and not saying that will never be the, the choice for quality. But for us right now, I know it's not, but it's, you know, so when I get... When we get to talking about it sometimes, I'm just like, no.
1: I love to hear – honestly, I love to hear about it. You know, we were talking about it on the interview before this. I love to hear like the real raw opinion of being on the other side of it because we have to be really careful over who we're listening to. Like if they're not in the ring with you, you don't need to listen to them, right? If they're not the ones staying up at night, worried about payroll or getting leads if they're not the ones on the legal documents getting sued. Sometimes we can take we can listen to people who aren't even in the game. So, I love to hear from owners who have lived through it and what their experience is for me. Yeah.
3: I just like to get the No, yeah, 100%. I like to get the scoop.
2: I, I love that you asked that because I think everyone's going to have a little bit different experience and everyone has different goals and everyone has a different timing, right? Like I look back at our business and we probably could have built it a lot faster. But it goes back to that balance and priorities. My priority was my family. They're only little ones. If I'm spending all my time focusing on building and growing my business right now, I'm missing out on a lot of things with my family. So Ryan and I were very intentional about the pace at which we grew our company, knowing what would be asked of us, because while that was very important for us and a big part of our life, our family came first. And so now that our family's getting older and we have kids moving out and we have more time to do that and scale. And we also have other passions, you know, coaching, consulting is a big passion of mine, you know? And so I'm like, I'm ready for something new. It's not as my baby, like it was at that time. So I think there's a time and a season for everything. Let's see time and a season drop for everything your link for, sure.
1: for your coaching and stuff. So people
2: can get a hold of you. Absolutely. So you can just email me at Angie at Western You can contact me there. I have snowbusinesscoaching.com is our website. It's not something that I keep active because I'm not actively coaching a lot right now. I'm an industry advisor at Service Titan. And so a lot of my coaching comes directly through Service Titan to Service Titan customers.
3: And then you're on LinkedIn and you're active on socials. Yeah. Active on
2: socials. So come find me on LinkedIn. That's right. So,
3: Angie, we love you. I, always we enjoy. Do. I always leave my conversations with you.
2: You're like a ray of sunshine.
3: Yes, for sure.
2: That's um, probably the best compliment you could ever give me, and I feel the same way about both of you. So thank you.
3: Thank <laughs> you for keeping us me. Thank you for keeping me grounded some days and I just appreciate all that you've shown me and taught me and through the industry so, and just being willing to to just show me the way because sometimes You just need someone to set you down and you've definitely helped me through those so what i guess to wrap us here today what is next for angie like what are you what are your goals what are you doing
1: what's your 90-day plan
2: (laughs) (laughs) my 90-day plan changes no i'm just kidding i'm really focused right now on a lot of my john Maxwell certifications so i recently have been certified as a speaker I'm getting my coaching certification next and also working on a couple of other fun little projects with John Maxwell with that association. And I'm loving it. I'm going to start a mastermind, which is a personal growth mastermind. So it's going to be limited in spots. I I want to keep it small and intimate about 10 to 12 people in the group where we develop personal growth plans for the individuals in this group. So that's what's next for me. I'm excited about it. And also just on the road with Service Titan doing our toolbox lives, we're going to be in Jacksonville and Nashville and hopefully more to come, but I really I'm loving being part of the Service Titan team and helping contractors do better in their business with by by utilizing everything that Service Titan has to offer.
3: Well, anyone who meets you is blessed. And I, anyone, if you've not ever met Angie, if you see her at an event, she will talk to you. She will stop and make you the most important person in the moment. And I love that. And so thank you so much for hanging out with us today yes, and uh, re recording with us. <laughs> and I think this conversation, the first one was great and this one was even better. So That's thank right. you so much.
0: Thank you both. Appreciate you guys. Bye, Angie. Bye. See ya. of home service business owners, like you, are struggling to find the right talent. As your business grows and you look for ways to scale, you are constantly looking for new talent. However, finding the right person to fill a position can be difficult and expensive. Most people turn to job boards or recruitment agencies when looking to hire in the trades. But these methods can be costly and time-consuming. The solution? working with Yellowstone Local. They offer employer branding, recruiting, and hiring solutions that are specifically tailored for home service companies and the trades. Their services are affordable and will help you reduce the amount of time it takes to find and hire a new employee. Save your time, reduce your turnover, and increase your sales. Check out yellowstonelocal.com to get started has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.